Listening is better than a zevach. The hakshiv to be obedient to obey Hashem is better than chelivayin and the fat of the rent, which was the, the fat with the part which you brought the mizbeach. And basically, what Shmuel is saying in simple words is, don't try and to bribe Hashem with karbanos to do the wrong thing. It doesn't work. Hashem is not interested in karbanos. Hashem is interested in people listening to him. As we know, most often karbanos were more the the way to apologize for doing something wrong, which is a way to misratze, so to speak, to find favor again in Hashem's eyes after the person's done something wrong. But the person who's done nothing wrong, the person who's obeyed Hashem, so for sure that's much better. And that's why I said it's better to listen and tell me specifically addressed to Shaul. You say you're going to bring the animals as karbanas, like we saw yesterday, Hashem doesn't want these animals as But even without that, it's not the right thing. Hashem's not interested in people bring karbanas. Hashem's more interested in people listening to that's the that's the main point of so to speak what Shmuel's uh, argument back to Shaul is. And if you ask the question, why is it a double language? That the Hashem wants oilus as much as listen to Hashem, and then he goes back and repeats it. That Shmuel listening is better than the zevach, and the hakshiv is to take orders is better than the chelav So really, this is uh, goes back to a more central theme which we also had in last week's of Torah. When the Nabi says, and he, meant, he mentions the sentiment, he says, How can I humble myself? How can I find favor in Hashem's eyes? Does Hashem want me to bring my children as sacrifices? Does He want uh, a Does He want me to bring as a libation rivers of oil? And the answer is no. That's not what Hashem wants. He gives the Chavad Hashem will tell you what He wants. And that is to do it to do what Hashem wants. That's uh, more valuable to Hashem than bringing karbanas. And what's the reason for that? So there's three reasons. There's three reasons why it's, Hashem is more interested in people listening to Him than bringing karbanas. The simple reason is because uh, Hashem doesn't need the karbanas. So as well, we think by a person we can bribe a person with something he needs or something he wants. So by Hashem it doesn't work like that. He doesn't need the karbanas. And the only point of a carbon is, like the Gemara says in the Pasuk, that every carbon is brought as It's an offering which is a, has a pleasant aroma to Hashem. What's the Reach Nichoyach? Says the Gemara every time. The, the pleasantness of a carbon in Hashem's eyes is that Hashem people deliberately wanted them to. And therefore, if a person is going to do what Hashem wants him to, uh, before it comes to bringing the carbon, just to listen. And, and so that will have the same Nachasrach. Of course, that same uh, happiness, so to speak, or satisfaction by Hashem, as what He wanted was done. In fact, if people fulfilled it, fulfilled it with decrees. We don't need the carbon for that. The carbon is just a way of, in one particular area, showing the people obeying Hashem. And of course, it doesn't replace the person obeying Hashem uh, with what He does. That's the first point. The second reason why it's greater, and this is uh, also very straightforward, 
And that is because the mitzvahs which Hashem gave a person were really meant to better the person. The carbon is more bringing things such as animals or the wine or the oil, whatever it was, to serve Hashem. But it's not as much of something which changes the person. Whereas if a person has to force himself to obey Hashem, he has to subjugate his yates and he has to overcome what he wants to serve Hashem, so it's having much more of an effect on the person than if he does what he wants and afterwards he brings the carbon, so to speak, to get kapai. That has less of an effect on the person. And therefore, of course, it's more important to Hashem is from the person's point of view also. That it's more beneficial for the person to listen to Hashem and uh, do what Hashem wants the first time around rather than bring carbonus afterwards to apologize or to try and placate, so to speak, the city. And that's why the two parts of the possible. The first part, Shmuel is talking about what Hashem wants. Does Hashem want oilers as much as listening to Hashem? And the second part is talking about the person. That for you to listen is better than bringing a carbon. A person grows more from the experience of obeying Hashem than he does by bringing a carbon. And it's a Gemara also. The Gemara says that a, that a person is a lay nishbar. It's daimak ilo hikr is called carbonus kum. It's not just one carbon, it's all the carbonus. A person has a, who's like this, like a positive sense, he's contract, he's willing to, bend, to subjugate his, his desires to what Hashem wants. So this, then that's, um, that's equal to all the carbons. That's the effect it has on the person. That's the second area. The, second, the third point, why, why bringing, uh, why listening to Hashem is essentially more valuable than bringing carbons. It's more valuable than bringing carbons. So, this is something which the Novi Malachi talks about. And he says, when he's comparing to Kaisra, Hamoras Pritzim is a cave where people who do the wrong thing try to hide out. So, he says, is the Vesemunish become a hideout for people who, who commit crimes? Why? Because, like he said earlier, people go and steal and commit adultery and do all kinds of bad things, and they think, but it's okay because we'll bring a carbon after it. So then, carbonus are being used as a way for people to justify yeah, doing the wrong thing. Because now I can do the wrong thing and I can make a par afterwards, so then I'm okay. Then, so to speak, I have the permission, as it were, to, to sin because I have a way to rectify it. And of course, it's not what Hashem wants. And therefore, listening to our Kaddish Baruch is much more valuable than reading the carbonus. Carbonus are meant for a shege, carbonus are meant for a mistake, carbonus aren't meant to replace listening with the justification. That's all okay, I'll bring the carbon afterwards. And therefore, for sure, that's what, that's what Shmuel is saying, sure. And he's saying to him, you say you're going to bring carbonus. That's clearly meant to be in place of what Hashem wanted, or since of a chafra and you forgot to what Hashem wanted. That's not an excuse. It's not what Hashem wants, that you plan to bring carbonus instead of listening to him. No, what Hashem Baruch wants you to listen the first time around. That's the first chaylak uh, of the Muslim that Shmuel gives you. Now, the next part of the Muslim Shmuel gives in the second pasuk, it's a very hard sentence structure. I'll read it and translate it, and we'll go back and try and understand what it's meant to mean. So he says, Kichatos Kesem, the son of Kesem. Kesem is trying to uh, do divination, to try and work out things through magic, is very, is rebellion. The oven, a trophim, the, the oven is wrongdoing. A trophim is, we know from Lavon. Trophim was a way of trying to use some form of a desire to foretell the future. Haftar, that's, uh, so to speak, trying to, to, to put pressure on something. In like to, 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 the way the translate the word is like to, it's, it's trying to like, overstate the case. 
So let's watch what we mean to say by that. So the Malam explains like this. The Malam explains that Shmuel is using a Masha. And Shmuel is using the Masha of the person who wants to be able to know the future. He wants to know the future. And what, what options does the person have if they want to know what the future is? So there were two things that, that people used to do in the times of the Torah to tell the future. Both of them the Torah forbids. Both of them the Torah forbids. The first one is what he calls Kesem. Kesem was trying to use divination uh, as a way to tell the future. So the person would look for signs, the person would look for uh, meaningful occurrences, and basically they would try and say something good's going to happen, something bad's going to happen, like the Gemara says. The person wants to eat something and the food fell out of his mouth, that's a bad sign. If a person, uh, a cat walks in front of them, it's a bad sign. Trying to foretell what's going to be, trying to predict what's going to happen based on events or omens or signs like that. The Torah said it's also, it's, it's the Kosen Kesem, is the Isra of the Torah. So Shmuel says, that's one level of Isra. The person tries to tell the future by looking for signs. That's one level, one level of, of, of Isra, which he calls Chatos. There's a Chatos Kesem. But there's worse than that. There's the oven of Trophim. Which means if a person isn't satisfied with that, and he wants to, uh, so to speak, elevate, uh, promote themselves to a higher degree of being able to tell the future, so they're going to try and use the They're going to try and use the Vedasar. And that's worse. The Trophim is trying to use the Vedasar to predict the future. That just compounds the crime. It's not just the Isra of trying to know what's going to happen ahead. It's now exacerbating it by using a Vedasar to try and that's an oven. When the Chatos is one level of crime, our oven is a more serious crime. And therefore, Shmuel says, just like you understand, that there's the Chatos of Kesem and the oven of the Trophim. Which means there's a lower level crime, which is going to become a high level crime. So you should now show the same thing. The one is called Mary, and the other one is called Hafsa. Which means there's a lower level crime of disobeying Hashem. There's a bigger crime of trying to justify that you were wrong. And that's, what that's the second thing Shmuel says. And he says, it's one thing if you didn't listen. But the fact that you keep going again and again to try and justify it, it's not making things better, it's making things worse. So compound the crime worsens the crime. Why is it like that? If a person doesn't have error, it's bad. If a person justifies that error, it's worse. It's worse. Not just it's also bad, it's worse. It's a bigger error. It's the same scale of a person wanting to tell, foretell the future by signs to a person wanting to use a Vedazara to foretell the future. Why is, it, why, is it, why is it stuck or worse? Doesn't Yumiel say something about So let's go back to the first time we see this dynamic being played out. From the beginning, Adam Arisha. Adam Arisha did one thing wrong. He disobeyed Hashem, he ate from the tree. And then Hashem comes to him and says, What happened to you, Adam? Why, did you didn't, why didn't you obey me? And Adam says, oh, It's not my fault. It's, like, it's, it's a the snake, it's the wife, it's, uh, it's everyone's fault. Tommy. Similarly, Kain did something wrong, he killed his brother. And Hashem comes to him and says, Kain, where's Heb? What happened? And Kain says, Nothing to do with me, I didn't do anything wrong. And that's worse. And the first word that that's. The punishment came more for the second point than the first. Why? So there's two points, and they're both true. We've talked about them both before. The first point is that when a person does Navera and they feel guilty for it afterwards, then there's a lot of trouble. When a person justifies Navera, then they've settled their conscience. They don't feel guilty anymore. So they're not going to do trouble. And that's why a Navera that a person, the Gemara a person can do something wrong, but if he feels guilty afterwards, 
But the person does the same thing, but then he tries to justify it wasn't wrong. It was okay, he doesn't have to do it, and as we said, and have a way to excuse it. So then he's not going to do it. So therefore, the 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 bigger chet, the the oven, so to speak, the bigger chet is the trying to convince yourself that you were right. And that's the first point Shmuel tells Shal. He says it's bad enough you didn't listen, that you were married, that you rebelled against Hashem. You didn't listen to what he wanted. But it's worse that you're trying to justify it because then he's never going to do tshuva for it. That's the one reason why the justification is worse. There's a second reason, and so Benyani says also, and that is when a person did the chet the first time they had yetsar, that's nothing pushing me to do it, and therefore a person can justify themselves to a certain amount and say, I didn't, you know, I was uh, in the circumstances with the temptation I had, it was very hard to resist. It. But as soon as the person does the chet, the temptation is not there anymore. The factors which pushed him to run there anymore. Now the fact that a person is looking to justify it is now making the chet worse. Because now you can't say, I'm sorry, I just did it because I was tempted. I just did it because I was in the situation. Now you're already saying, no, I, I, not only was, uh, was that the reason, I didn't think it was such a bad thing to do. So you're showing yourself it wasn't a shogi. You're making it into a message yourself. Because by justifying it, you're making it worse. I'll tell you a fantastic deal. I think it's a chasm service says it. But uh, and it's like a pedal, but it's an amazing deal. Um, the the guys came to Mauritian. And other Mauritian was accosted by Hashem. Why did you eat from the tree? Yeah, did you eat from the tree? I told you not to eat from. And the other's answer was, He knows on even that. It wasn't me. The lady, she made me. She gave me the first. Vaicha. And the chassid said, "Asked." I think the chassid said. He should have said, V'achalti, he's saying what I did. So, she, he nasla, and she gave me, V'achalti, and I ate. But he says, V'oichal, V'oichal is the future tense. And he says, by Adam justifying what he does, what you're really saying is, you would do it again. You're saying, it wasn't my fault, I didn't do anything wrong, so I would eat again. That makes the crime much worse. Now, you can't justify it as I was a shaggy, I'm sorry, it was uh, under the circumstances. Saying, no, it was, being as what, that was the reason I did it, I'll do it again. I wasn't so bad. And that's what Shmuel saying as well. He's saying, understand, it's one thing to disobey Hashem. But when he tells you twice already, you're doing the wrong thing, you say, no, I didn't do anything wrong. So you're making the crime worse. You're making, you, what you're saying is, you do it a third time. You wouldn't obey Hashem again, because you're saying what you did was right. I think it was very uh, small period of inches off. And he says, Yan, You know, it's not that you didn't listen. Which was even now, when Hashem's telling you you did something wrong, you still don't want to listen to it. And therefore, by Yimas for Yimalech. Hashem doesn't want you as a king anymore. So now Shmuel, now Shmuel has no choice. Half the Shmuel telling him, you're making things worse by saying, I didn't do something wrong. I've told you three times now that Hashem said you did something wrong. So what Shmuel, Shmuel is going to say? So by Yimashal and Shmuel and Pasuk Haft Adet, Chatasi. Okay, I was wrong. Kevati is pi Hashem ve'est parecho. I disobeyed Hashem and you. But... There's a reason I did it. It's because I listened to them. It's because I listened to them. They wanted to do it, and I listened to them. So here also, Shaul is not taking responsibility. Just justifying it. Yeah, it's justifying it. It's okay, you're right, I was wrong, but it was their fault. Now, there's another, there's another point in this passage, which is also a key to a time on Shaul. What's the spirit of Hashem What's the two different things? What did Shmuel say different to what Hashem said? And Shmuel came to tell what Hashem said, so he didn't listen to Hashem. What's uh, Hashem and you? So this is where this is the where the we saw yesterday. The Chachamim say 
that Shaul had a time and he said like this, he said, Shmuel, when the terrorist is about destroying Amalek, the terrorist says, kill the people. Timchaz Amalek is any member of the people of Amalek. You said, and also the animals and everything else. So he says that I, I didn't, I, the terror I kept. I, I killed all the people. But you said, that's a different story. I felt I didn't have to keep that. And now, when he says his rhymes, he says, okay, so Shaul, I'm about to say, why does Hashem? Because I didn't kill Agag. Because you told me to kill the animals. Which also wasn't true. Shmuel didn't make it up. Hashem told him to say it. And that's what we said yesterday, that there was a certain mistake Shaul had in thinking that this is a mitzvah of Shmuel. Shmuel's talking Hashem, Hashem. This was Hashem's words, just like the first thing was Hashem's words. So even, even in his apology, there was a certain element of not admitting how bad what he did was. He said before that it was once again uh, justifying it rather than admitting that he had done something wrong. Okay, so that's the that's the what Shaul says, and now he says vatos is fatasi, v'shobi mi v'shtachav elashem. So he says, okay, now I said I fatasi, so sonach, forgive me, and come with, come back with me v'shtachav elashem. That now we'll remember the story was that Shaul had gone to make this uh, event in Harakarmel to show his victory. So they want Shmuel who had come to come back with him, so to speak, to be present at the. And to to, to when, when he would celebrate the victory of Amalek. Now, the here also there's a certain Lakota which is again a mistake. And that is Shmuel had just told Shaul, you've done a khait, which is a tremendous khait, and I should not want you to king anymore. So Shaul should think therefore, my echo point now is to do children. So if I want to say Khatasi, I say Sonas Khatasi, forgive me, or get or ask Hashem to forgive me. Stop with that, that's the most important. Shaul thinks, is, forgive me, and now come back with me so people will see you came back with me. You've lost the portion of what's the most important thing here. The fact that you don't want to be embarrassed that Kiddush Shmuel is not going to accompany you back to the people, it means again, you're more interested in what the people are going to think than what Hashem just told you. Hashem just told you, you you've done in a very, you deserve to be kicked out of the, of the position of the king. So why isn't that more important that that, 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 that sideline? You're right, I said, forgive, forgive me. And now, please, what's more important to me is you come back with me that I, people see that you're secure with me when I went to Mishtach Hashem. It's also a sign of that same Nukudu which runs throughout, and that is, Shaul never fully did Shavuot for it. He never read it completely, except that he was wrong and focused on the proper Shavuot. And for him, Shaul says, No, I'm not going to do with you. He must is the Hashem. I'm not going to go back with you because, and he repeats what I said before, you, don't, you aren't interested in Varashem, Hashem doesn't want you either. Now there's an interesting question over here, and that is that Shaul is a king. And unfortunately, point is that Shaul could have said to Shmuel, you can come as a novi, tell me what Hashem said, but as a king, I have the right to make instructions, you have to obey me. So if I'm telling you, come back with me to Ta Yisrael, then you also must serve to listen to the king, which is the day. The halacha is that when a novice is coming as an angel of Hashem, so then he, of course the king has to listen to him. But when it talks about the novice's personal life, he has to listen to the king. The king is uh, the leader of Taisha. So Shaul says to Shmuel, you're right, accept what Hashem said, I was wrong, but now I'm telling you, come back with me and mm-hmm. bow to Hashem. And Shmuel says, no. How can you disappear? I'm giving instruction to the king. Shmuel says, because you're not a king anymore. Hashem has already taken the kingship away from me. And therefore, I'm not going to listen to you. Maybe Kaishal doesn't know that yet. But I know that. 
And therefore, I'm not looking to listen to you because uh, you told me something as a king. I'm not really, I should have taken your kingship away. And that's why he says it's the second time. He says, I'm not going to come with you. Why not? Because Because Hashem has decided that a king anymore. So I'm not looking to listen to you. So that's, he didn't just repeat the line for nothing. He's explaining why, why he doesn't, uh, why he's not required to obey the instruction of the king. Okay, so that's the that's Shmuel's lesson, uh, 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 instruction to Shol. And now the positive says, Vayisav Shmuel Aleches. Shmuel turns around to leave. He's done his job. He was told to tell Shol that Hashem has rejected him. He's done that. And Vayikara. The passage of the positive, and why the most important explain it is that Shaul grabs the corner of Shmuel's coat to stop him. And as he pulls it, while Shmuel's leaving, so it tears Shmuel's coat. When he tore the clothing of Shmuel's coat, and you're going to see that there was a certain Melech and for this later on, when later on David Melech is going to cut Shmuel's coat. There's no much Melech and for this, this act over here. Okay, but that's the... That's what happens. And... So Shmuel says to him, you should not... Hashem has torn the kingdom of Klaishan away from you and given it to somebody better. And obviously he's working on the word which says his kartos. He says Hashem tore the mouth away from you. What's the significance of that? Because it's kartos, so he has to like find the possible. Hashem figuratively tore the mouth away from you. That's uh, one connects to the other one. That's uh, there's obviously some more, more significance in it, especially since you just said that an hour before. An hour before that Shmuel tells Shal, Hashem doesn't want you as a king anymore. So now that you told my coat, I'm told only that Hashem's torn the king away from you. What's it coming to add? What's it coming to change? And here he has a second point also, and that is Hashem's given it to somebody else that's bigger than you. The Rech What's the significance of this tearing of Shaul's coats, uh, Shmuel's coats, and why that became a new lesson from Hashem, besides what Shmuel already told him. And uh, it's not the only time we find this. We find this another time also. We find it when Achia Shiloni uh, was with Yeravim ben Nevat. At the end of the reign of King Shlomo, when Hashem was unhappy with Shlomo, and he decided to split the Malachos of Klaishul into two. Mm-hmm. So he sent the Navi Achia Shiloni to appoint Yeravim ben Nevat as the king of the Zerashashvati. And there also, it says that he tore his coat. And the same, exactly the same idea. That was a symbol that Hashem tore the malchus from the house of David and gave a, and gave a part of it to Yeravim ben Nevat. So it's not by chance that this, the, the significance of Kilo tearing the malchus and in this, in this context tearing the clothing. So that's Vaz Hashem. Next time we have to explain what's the underlying uh, c- connection between, between these, two, these two events. What is added to what Shmuel already told him? Shmuel already told him he's not going to be the king anymore. And now, because he tore his coat, there was an added number that Hashem has torn them out of What's the extra element which we had to go to the And uh, also, the next passage, which is a, a continuation of Shmuel's devotion, he didn't say before, he says it now. So again, his explanation. Shmuel says, Hashem is called the Netzach Israel, the one who gives victory to Kai Israel. He doesn't lie, he doesn't change his mind. Why? Because he's not a person who can change his mind. What's it meant to me? What's it coming to add? And, uh, and besides that, we do find Hashem sometimes changes his mind. Hashem says himself, 
that word? Which